This episode of the unofficial QuickBooks Accountants Podcast is sponsored by LiveFlow. Did you hear the news? LiveFlow just launched a new consolidation product. LiveFlow power user Beth Melcher of MoneyFit said that LiveFlow's consolidation is saving her team 15 to 20 minutes per client every week and eliminates the use of formulas. LiveFlow's automated multi-entity consolidation is simple to use. You can easily map multiple unmatching charts of accounts from multiple QuickBooks Online companies into one standardized report. And once it's set up, LiveFlow works its magic, updating the consolidations automatically in real time. So you can focus on analysis using instantly updated data across entities. LiveFlow can even consolidate financials that are in different currencies. And the possibilities don't stop there. LiveFlow empowers you with flexible, powerful reporting tools to create customized dashboards that meet your specific needs, build executive presentations, cash flow forecasts, and more with just a few clicks. To stop grueling over manual consolidation reports and to get 25% off your first three months, be one of the first 10 listeners to head over to uq.promo forward slash LiveFlow. That is uqb.promo forward slash L-I-V-E-F-L-O-W. Welcome to the unofficial QuickBooks Accountants Podcast. I am joined by my good friend, Alicia Katz-Pollock, the original, the one and only QBO Rockstar, CEO and founder of Royal Y Solutions. And I have the privilege of collaborating with Hector Garcia, CPA, the founder of Right Tool for QuickBooks. In this episode, we're going to talk about Intuit News and what's new in the Firm of the Future, what's new article, and the accompanying webinar, the In the Know webinar for August, the Intuit Made Public. So let's start with the Intuit news that came out recently, which is the Intuit Dome got a landing page. So Alicia, are you familiar with the Intuit Dome? I am familiar with the Intuit Dome. Um, so in uh, California, Intuit is building a, um, it has the naming rights for the Intuit Dome where the LA Clippers play. Opening up in 2024, and um, it's going to say Intuit Dome across the front. They gave me a hat a couple of years ago, so I knew this was coming. So this is where the LA Clippers are going to play and probably tons of concerts. So I know that Salesforce did this. SAP did this. So a lot of software companies, SaaS companies feel that they have to have naming rights on a, on a big venue so they can get sort of that sort of common general exposure. And they're known as a, as a brand, you know, into it, it's done a good job with their power users, their accountants. Like we know, we all know who into it is, but I think their customers still think QuickBooks is QuickBooks. Like when they call into it, they think they're calling QuickBooks, like people still feel QuickBooks is a company. And I think that's what Intuit is doing is sort of creating identity towards the business itself, not the product itself. Because for a long time, people known QuickBooks or known Intuit as QuickBooks or as TurboTax. So I think that's sort of one step towards that. And uh, if you want to learn more about that, go to Intuit.com forward slash Intuit Dome. There's an entire website dedicated to the Intuit Dome. So any community outreach or whatever they do, all the PR stuff is going to be on that site. You want to check that out. And talking about websites, Intuit websites, there's a new website that came out called IntuitInnovationDay.com. 
intuitinnovationday.com. And the CEO of Intuit, Sasanga Darcy, announced in Facebook, in LinkedIn, and Twitter that September 6th is Intuit's Innovation Day for 2023. And essentially, um, is teasing out that on September 6th, Intuit will make a huge announcement about what their strategy is or what their strategy will look like in terms of how AI will take over or be implemented across the board, across all their products. We are recording this actually prior to September 6th, so we can't discuss any of the things that are going to happen then. We will dedicate a whole episode to post-September 6th into its innovation day. So, you know, just watch out for those. So, Alicia, are you excited about Innovation Day and how AI is going to take over the QuickBooks ecosystem? Well, I'm really curious to see what they're coming up with because they've tried AI things before. Like there's that tool where you could ask questions, but people weren't getting the right answers. And we know that the banking feed relies on AI for the descriptions and, you know, it's getting better, but it's still not 100% correct. And so I'm really looking forward to how... uh, how they're going to continue to develop it in prod in product and also really make it shine so that it's accurate and really saves us a lot of time. Yeah. And Alicia, you had some news. We were talking before recording about what's going on with Melio, bill.com, bill pay. Is simple start getting bills and accounts payable. What the heck is going on? So um, Intuit announced that they are renovating their online bill pay service yet again, that um, when they originally announced it, and this is the ability that you can put in a bill in your QuickBooks and pay it through QuickBooks instead of having to write a check or go to your bank and push the payment there. When they first introduced it, they used um, bill.com, which is now known as bill, as their payment processor. But they were having some trouble with it and it was really hard to get support when you needed it. And so bill.com went away and they brought in Milio, which was a big improvement, but they still didn't want to rely on a third party source. So they've been working on their own payment platform. And so they have announced that they are going to go live with it and they are starting the transition now. So we're going to start seeing it rolling out um, slowly from uh, in September through October. And I think they're hoping to finish it by the end of the year. And one of the things that they said, and I swear it must be a typo, is that they said that Simple Start is also going to get bills and this bill pay. And that makes zero sense to me because the distinction between Simple Start and Essentials versions was that Simple Start did not have accounts payable and Essentials did have accounts payable. So if they're putting bills and bill pay in Simple Start, well, then what's the distinguishing factor between Simple Start and Essentials? I mean, if I were to put my sort of non really forward looking strategic hat and I worked that into it and I was in one single department, the department of uh, bringing revenue through new offerings and that new offering was bill payment, right? Because I assume that you will pay for some way of making bill payment, maybe an ACH fee, maybe a rush fee, maybe a wire transfer fee, maybe they'll produce checks. I mean, I don't know exactly where the product is going and the float and the and the potential uh, you know, loan products that you can buy through it and the combination with QuickBooks checking. I mean, controlling the accounts payable process is going to be a revenue channel for Intuit. There's no doubt about that. The big question is, do you 
open up this new revenue opportunity to your entire user base by also opening bills in Simple Start, which sort of makes sense because uh, invoicing, it's available in Simple Start in all versions, even in self-employed, because you can attach merchant fees to that, right? So of course, strategically speaking, they're going to they're gonna open up the avenue to using that conduit for payment and that additional revenue opportunity. But inadvertently, something really strange happened, which is it happens to be that one of the really few differentiators between essentials and Simple Start was accounts payable management. It was, it was bills. As an educator, I have done hundreds of videos and done ton, tons of writing where I make that sort of the, the, the wedge. I say, look, this is how you decide one or the other. And then all of a sudden, it seems like they're taking a step backwards, which I'm not against conceptually. I, I love it. I mean, it's a big win for Simple Start users. But then how are you going to tell the difference between these two products? And Essentials is $60, where Simple Start is 30 So it's not like it's an extra 5 bucks a month. It's double. So like, what are you going to be offering if Simple Start has bills? Right now, the distinguishing factor other than AP is the number of users, where Simple Start is one user and Essentials is three. So if Simple Start is $30 and Essentials is $60, then, ooh, they're getting a user for free. But I can't imagine that that's going to be the only distinction. And we've also noticed that they A-B test on the, the QuickBooks online landing page that sometimes they drop Simple Start off altogether and they just have the three levels of Essentials Plus and Advanced. So my theory is that they may be dropping Simple Start or combining and merging it with Essentials. So that's my theory. It's not a bad theory. Not a bad theory. The only challenge I have with that, just commercially speaking, is are they going to drop their $60 a month product and just have 30 and then all the way to 90 to plus? It just seems like a huge gap. Or are they going to drop their $30 a month product and only have $60 a month? But then there's a whole slew of small business, small businesses that are going to be looking for Zero, Sage, uh, you know, even Legal Zoom. Uh, Legal Zoom came up with their own GL, which is pretty interesting. So they're going to be looking at this sort of sub fifty dollars a month products, and, and into it could miss big time. So I, I, I am not. I, I, I like the premise of what you're thinking. I just, I just don't know if that's going to jive because I think that Intuit cannot allow that gap of 30 to $60. That's my theory, but it's not my preference that I have a lot of very small cash-based clients that don't pay. You know, when they talk about paying the bills, they mean they open up the stack of envelopes sitting, piling up on the desk and then just go ahead and, you know, send them through their bank. And so there is a set of small businesses that don't need AP. So I still say that there's a need for Simple Start, still distinct from self-employed. And so I don't want to see them merge it. I have a feeling that they will consolidate because, you know, that's four products instead of three products, but hopefully they don't stick with the $60 price, especially since they just raised the price. But then again, they have an Intuit dome to pay for. So... <laughs> Yeah, true. Exactly. <laughs> Got to get the ROI back, right? This episode of the unofficial QuickBooks Accountants podcast is sponsored by Keeper. Keeper is an all-in-one app to help bookkeepers and accountants streamline their month-end close. 
With Keeper, firms get faster response from their clients in a custom-branded client portal, deliver better books with file review tools to catch coding errors, produce stunning management reports that clients will actually want to read, and firms fix their 1099 season by tracking and requesting W-9s from vendors. All of that is powered by a two-way sync to Keeper that includes the editing of actual QuickBooks data directly inside Keeper. Keeper has a very affordable and clear pricing model that starts at just $8 a month. Want to learn why more than thousands of bookkeepers and accounting firms, including both Alicia's firm and my firm, trust Keeper to manage their month-end close and get 20% off of the first three months by using the code UNOFFICIAL? Head over to uqb.promo forward slash keeper. That's uqb.promo forward slash k-e-e-p-e-r. All right, so let's dig into the stuff that was announced in the What's New article in the, in, in the What's New August for Firm of the Future, which is accompanied by the In the Know um, webinar. So these two things were sort of combining what we learned from both the article and the webinar. And Alicia, you start. Let's talk about the new uh, payroll mapping improvements. One of the things they announced that I personally was really happy about was more flexibility in the payroll mapping in QuickBooks Online Payroll. That up until now, when you mapped your different liabilities and your expenses for your different pay types, some could only go to a liability and some could only go to an expense. And so you were limited on how you were doing your mappings. And then you had to do some workarounds through journal entries or some other tracking. And now they're opening it up. So they're not going to put those rails on. You no longer have your bowling bumpers and you can actually put things where you want them to go. The use case for this, for example, is health insurance. You know, you've got your employee and your employer portion, and you had to split them between the liability for the employee and the company expense for the employer. But then when you pay your health insurance, then you had to actually split them to zero out the employee liability. And so this is going to resolve all of that. You're going to just be able to put it all in the liability and pay the liability if you want or however you want to manage it. So I think that was a great announcement. I'm very happy that they listened to us for that. What else came up, Hector? So for payroll specifically, I think they still have a lot of work to do. Like I've, I've, my, my faith in QuickBooks Online Payroll is slowly starting to get restored. Uh, I've been a big fan of QuickBooks Desktop Enhanced Payroll for a very long time because you've had the ability to have individual payroll items and individual accounts you can map to every single payroll item. But furthermore, you can open a paycheck and you can also, in a line item level, assign a customer job or assign a class. That level of flexibility is still not in QuickBooks Online. And without that, it could be a challenge for me to, to fully move people from QuickBooks Desktop Enhanced enhanced payroll, especially for construction type clients to QBO, but this is a huge first step. So I think that this is a good start to, to getting um, feature parity with QuickBooks desktop enhanced payroll. Now, the other feature I saw in the What's New article was that the fact that if you have QuickBooks desktop 
and you have a bunch of credit cards loaded in there. They're typically encrypted in the database. So you have maybe 100 customers and you've already entered the credit card information. So when it comes to invoicing them or charging them every month, you don't have to ask for the credit card information again. It's already inside QuickBooks. So all you have to do is pick the customer, receive a payment, select the credit card that's already saved and encrypted in the database, all PCI compliant in QuickBooks desktop. Uh, you can just hit one click and charge your customer. The big challenge with moving to QuickBooks Online is that these credit card numbers did not move. That means you would have to sort of start over and load all those credit cards for every single customer. And I think many people were were not moving to QuickBooks Online solely because of that feature. So the fact that they added that in their QuickBooks desktop to online migration, I think is huge. Yeah, this past December, I actually started a new QBO file based on another one, and I had to export my existing QBO file to desktop and then import it over. And along the way, I lost 3,000 credit card numbers. And so I was just a little ahead of my time. If I had waited eight more months, then I would have been able to not have to do all of that work to recollect payment information. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's, it seems like a small thing and it probably affects a few people. But the few people that it affects, it's a huge thing. And I think it affects again, a lot of people. A lot of people probably hmm. just shrugged and went, oh, uh, that's okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll recollect it when I need it. But I think a lot of people are going to be really happy that all that data came over. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know what I'm saying is maybe from the universe of people in desktop, the ones that have credit cards saved versus the ones that don't, it might be a sort of a smaller piece. Uh, you know, compared to maybe other bigger solutions that QuickBooks can try to tackle, like, you know, job costing inventory. And let's not get details of that, but this is one of the things that maybe held people back from going from desktop to online. The other uh, piece of news from the Firm of the Future article and in the No uh, webinar is that now if you use ProConnect tax into a ProConnect tax, it's only for tax preparers, they, you will have the ability to do IRS transcripts directly within the software. So a couple of notes I have from the webinar and questions I asked the product manager is number one, you have to be having paying customers in Intuit ProConnect tax. It's not clear that you have to have had that particular entity or customer already prepare the return, that you already have paid for that return for you to be able to re request that. What they said is you need to have paying customers. So I assume they only turn it on if you're an active Intuit uh, ProConnect tax customer or, or tax preparer, but they it's not going to be a sort of per transcript charge. So once you have access to it, you should be able to pull any transcripts. Now, as a tax preparer, I can tell you, you have to have your power of attorney already submitted through the IRS directly and processed. So, the, so Intuit is not going to process those things for you. They'll do the request. They'll check to see if you have a power of attorney on file. If you don't, obviously the, re the request will come back and they, you won't get the transcript. So it's sort of a hybrid. You still have to deal with the IRS and submit those documents. And then you can initiate the request of the transcript insight into it, Pro Connect Tax. So basically, as long as you have pro, as long as you have power of attorney, you're going to be able to use your Pro Connect Tax to access the records for your clients. Correct. Correct. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, I'm telling you, this this has been the the, the golden egg for a very long time. Canopy started with this. Uh, the other 
tax management and sort of practice management applications have attempted this. Almost every single one has failed. Not because of them, it's because APIing with the IRS is not an easy thing. You can, you can imagine. It's difficult enough to make a phone call and talk to someone. It's going to be even much harder to do any sort of electronic uh, connection. Well, now that the IRS is also committed to being paperless by 2025, this is just the beginning of of that kind of access. It's going to get easier. Exactly. They, they have to use third parties. They have to meet the taxpayers where they are by allowing them to request transcripts within their own systems, per se. This episode of the unofficial QuickBooks Accountants Podcast is sponsored by OnPay. OnPay, with 30-plus years of payroll expertise, is your ideal payroll partner. With OnPay, you can run your client's payroll, delegate it to your team, or empower your clients to manage it themselves. In any case, OnPay handles all the tax payments and filings, even at the local level, at no extra cost. OnPay seamlessly integrates with QuickBooks Online and QuickBooks Desktop, offering you a payroll solution that fits your entire client base. Partnering with OnPay means you'll have access to dedicated partner support, account managers, and a direct support phone line. Their team of in-house payroll experts will do all the heavy lifting, from setting up your dashboard to adding your clients and their employees. They'll even enter any prior wages to make it easy to switch. Now, here's the exciting part. OnPay is offering an exclusive deal for accountants and bookkeepers. Enroll new clients by October 31st, 2023 to enjoy fee-free services until January 31st, 2024. That's potentially up to four months of free payroll services. To seize this incredible offer and to get up to four months of free payroll, head over to uqb.promo slash onpay. That's uqb.promo forward slash O-N-P-A-Y. Alicia, what, what about you? What, what do you have? Well, since I was just talking about payroll, one of the other um, modules inside your payroll is QuickBooks Time, which used to be called T-Sheets back in the day. And up until now, you have had to log into QuickBooks Time in another tab, again, because it used to be different software, T-Sheets. But they've been migrating it closer and closer and closer together. And now when you look at your left sidebar and it says time, it used to just be simple time settings or it would open up the tab for you. But now you can actually do a lot of your timesheet work right inside your QuickBooks Online. So you're going to be able to view your employees' time card entries. You can assign different customers to each employee so that you can do job costing, which means that different employees are going to be able to label their time cards with different customers. You can um, even manage their time off. So you can do your time off approvals or add time off yourself right inside QBO without exporting out to the T-Sheets tab. So I'm really happy to have it all in-house myself and not have to go out to the other program. So thank you Intuit for finally merging the two of the experiences together into one seamless, consistent interface. Yes. Thank you Intuit indeed. It's been how many years since they bought T-Sheets and created QuickBooks Time and just now we're starting to see some integration. Look, I love it. I love the idea. I love the premise. I would love to see this a little faster. Like I would love 
for QuickBooks Time to stop being its own application and just being an extension of QuickBooks Online. That that would be in a perfect world anyway. Um, so I have one more one more thing, one more one more item from the What's New article, which is uh, QuickBooks has a partnership with a company called Figured, and it's a it's a smart farm management software company. Essentially, it's a third party app for managing uh, your farm accounting. And you're still able to use QuickBooks as your GL. I don't have many farm clients, so I can't tell you firsthand what this app looks like or what it should look like or whether this partnership is good or not. But what I can tell you is that from my experience with farming is there's a lot of forecasting in farming. And that's something that QuickBooks doesn't do really well. There's also inventory management, but it's not like by units, like the way we, you know, we buy 10 of these and we sell 10 of these. You know, in in farming, we have crops and they're seasonal and you never know really how many total units you're going to have until they fully grow. So all these intricacies of managing uh, inventory in farms and scheduling and production in farms is something that I don't think QuickBooks Online will ever do. And this app called Figured seems to be one that uh, that could do all that. So kudos to Intuit for, for reaching out to an app that could do that and help those agricultural businesses are so important to to this country's economy. I had an agriculture client who was tracking his livestock as a fixed asset. And I have to say that was a whole lot of fun to manage. And I'm, I would love to connect him with Figured so that he doesn't have to do those calculations anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I think we're done unless there's one more update to the What's New article or the In the Know webinar from August. Sure. Well, I think we're going to use that as a teaser for our next episode that they have announced that there's going to be a fixed asset manager in QuickBooks Online Advanced. And so why don't we save that one? Uh, and that'll be our cliffhanger for today. And it's beyond announced. It's actually has been implemented. And a lot of folks with QuickBooks Online Advanced already seeing the fixed asset manager. We're playing with it. We have tons to say about that but we'll leave that for the next one. Yeah. Alicia, what's going on in your world? Well, in my world, I am really excited because I am breaking out a brand new class. I uh, QuickBooks Checking, I use it, I love it, and the Cashflow Center, and I have never talked about them anywhere in my curriculum, so I have a brand new class coming up on September 12th. It's going to be a one-hour webinar for one CPE, and it's lifetime access. It's going to be recorded. And even if you can't make it live, it's going to live on in my library. And what's cool about my classes is anytime you register for one of the classes, you get all of the annual or biannual updates. So when later on the interface changes and they improve on QuickBooks checking and they add new features to the cash flow center, you're going to get that for free in my class. So if you're interested in learning more about QuickBooks Checking and the Cashflow Center, go to royalwise.com and click on the calendar in the upper right. And the class, again, is going to be on September 12th. I hope you can make it. How about you, Hector? What's going on for you? Right now, the one thing that's occupying most of my time and my attention is my conference in Miami. So I have a conference in Miami October 25th to the 27th. It's two and a half days. It's called Creative Business Models for Accountants. The logo is a big word, creative. Business model is really small, <laughs> and then accountant's really big. 
So from far away, it's creative accountants. And that's kind of the shock that we want to bring in. The conference is all about merging uh, the left-brained accountants with right-brain thinking. So bringing creativity, brainstorming into our business models so we can really create something new and unique that will withstand the the disruption from AI and all the other things that are going to come down the, the pike and, and, and make our, our practices really interesting and, for many people, challenging to run. So check that out, Creative Business Models for Accountants, uh, www.altaccountant.com. And this is it for the first week episode for September, unofficial QuickBooks Accountants podcast. I will see you on the next one. See you on the next one. This podcast is independently operated and is not affiliated with or endorsed by QuickBooks or Intuit Inc. Any reference to Intuit and QuickBooks products are made solely for the purpose of discussing the topics related to the company and its software.